All right. Hello. Welcome. I am so glad you are here. I am Britt Steckel. I am the host of this brand new podcast, Life, Health, and Career in That Order. And I'm just like you, a very super multifaceted person. I am a wife, a mom, a business owner. I'm a critical care nurse practitioner, a yoga teacher, a lifestyle and career coach. I love the beach. I love a dirty chai. I've listened to probably more audiobooks than anyone you've ever met. I have a major sweet tooth. I am a super curious, lifelong learner and a golden doodle mom. And while all of that might seem like a lot, it's really exactly why I'm starting this podcast. So essentially, um, we're just kind of taking all of the same content that I've been doing in my private Facebook group for the last four years. So if you have been with us this whole time, some of this will feel familiar. And to most of you, it'll be brand new. So if you're brand new to my world, hello. Um, This is going to be quite an experiment. Obviously, I've never hosted a podcast before, but I have been teaching similar concepts um, for the last four years in just a different method or a different format. So because of this and because I'm used to teaching live, this might feel like a little more unpolished than some podcasts, but I really think that will be part of the charm and it should be very approachable and relatable and authentic. So you are listening to the Life, Health, and Career in parentheses in that order. That's the the working title for now. Um, Hopefully that will last us. It seems like a pretty good synopsis of what we're going to be talking about. This is a podcast where you're going to get a behind the scenes look at real life transformations that happen when high achieving female healthcare professionals decide that they're not willing to sacrifice their health, their peace, their creativity, their well-being, etc. for careers that are just burning them all the way out. So this is a journey that I've taken myself on over the last 10 years or so, and I love helping other women get this for themselves. So a little bit of my background, I have worked in critical care since I was 17 years old, which that full story is, uh, you know, the full story is for another time. Um, But that's over half my life, which has been a very wild experience, rather unusual to get started that early. So I've really experienced everything from the adrenaline addiction that really got me hooked on level one ER and trauma and ICU at the beginning, the academic like nose to the grindstone of grad school. I'm an acute care nurse practitioner um, for I think almost eight years, if I have the math correct. Um, I was there for that soul crushing insanity of working full time ICU during COVID. Our entire hospital was COVID patients. Um, And then I've also been there for this life-saving, absolute bare minimum hours needed, that pullback that I really needed to heal my burnout. And I'm going to go talk about that in more depth in later episodes, but I've been there through that whole process. And then more recently, I've transitioned in every style of hours from full-time plus overtime to just full-time to part-time to most recently contingent as I'm leaning into being a new mother and running a progressively growing successful business on the side. So we're going to kind of go into all of those things later on, but that's just like a little bit of a background. So as I healed my own healthcare related burnout and lifestyle burnout, I really embraced a more balanced, creative, 
multifaceted life. And what started as kind of a side hustle as like a creative outlet, you know, has really morphed into a fully booked out coaching practice that includes um, one-on-one clients, group programs, retreats, etc. And moving forward, as I kind of expand the business and change kind of how we get this content out to people, um, there will be one or two new ways to get involved in our community that I have never done before that I'm really excited for. And all of the first dibs and um, sneak peeks of that will be here on this podcast. So that's coming up like toward later towards the end of the year, but stick around for details about that because it's something I'm really excited for. And it's something I've literally never seen done before, um, at least in the healthcare world, I will tell you that much. So really looking forward to that. And I am looking forward to like sprinkling little um like little hints of what that's going to be as we move forward. So um, now in this world, I still work contingent as a critical care nurse practitioner, but I also spend a lot more time working with women who are actively designing lives that they really love, lives that feel good, lives that are healthy, creative, fulfilling, multifaceted, that word's going to come up a lot, regenerative, balanced, adventurous, financially stable, okay? They just so happen to work in healthcare. These are women who are progressively less and less every day identifying first and foremost as a nurse, as an NP, as a PA, as an A-plus student, as a critical care junkie, as a professor, as a hard worker, etc. They are less and less identifying as that, And kind of working on remembering that at the end of the day, having a career in healthcare in a lot of aspects is just that, a career to help pay the bills, first and foremost. There is a layer of a calling and loving it and really feeling like the perfect person to help someone out on the worst day of their life, absolutely. But it's the identity piece that if we're constantly identifying as that role that's actually our career, there's a lot of danger in that, okay? So working in healthcare does not need to be your whole identity. It doesn't need to be your whole personality. And in fact, I am yet to find one healthy example of someone where that is the case in their life. Um, Like I said, I think I've had a ton of exposure to all the different kinds of people that work in healthcare, especially being a nurse practitioner. I get such an up-close and personal view of nursing, of medicine, of residents, of pharmacy, of PAs, of social work, of patients, families. Like I feel like being a nurse practitioner, especially in the hospital, you are surrounded more so than any other role by seeing an up close and personal view of a bunch of different styles of working in healthcare. And I will tell you, I am yet to find a healthy example of someone who their main identity and their whole personality is wrapped up in healthcare, whether that's nursing, medicine, et cetera. And like I said, I have actually seen some very extreme examples of that being very unhealthy. Um, And, you know, not to get too dark, but <laughs> nursing healthcare, we get dark quick usually. Um, I, I have had coworkers commit suicide. I have had coworkers admitted for psychiatric problems. I have had people up and quit their healthcare jobs completely and move on to something else. 
I have worked with um, someone who, you know, multiple people who were so addicted to caffeine um, and a lot of alcoholism, substance abuse. I've been around all of it. Some of the most unhealthy healthcare healers, um, I've been exposed to them and I feel like that is a pandemic. That is a very common lifestyle that we see in healthcare. And I don't want that for myself. I don't want that for my clients. I don't want that for my friends, my coworkers, et cetera. And I have seen there is such a different way of living. And a lot of that comes from not having your entire personality and identity wrapped up in healthcare and being a healer. Okay. So we're going to go obviously like into every facet of that as possible. I'm going to do at the end of this a little bit of like a sneak peek of some of the topics that we'll discuss here on the podcast, but like that's going to be the synopsis that there is a different way of living that is burnout proof, that is healthy for the healthcare professional first and foremost, and really puts healthcare in its appropriate, um, like appropriate bucket in our lives versus being our whole life. Okay. So in all of the episodes, I'll be sharing like tips and tricks and a ton of real life examples, lessons, hacks, mindset shifts, etc. that myself and my actual clients use to create extremely high quality lives in which we happen to work in healthcare. Okay. So a couple of things that are going to be unique about this podcast, um, unlike a lot of people who start podcasts mainly for like marketing and selling services and starting a business, etc. I'm kind of shifting what I've always been doing in my Facebook group into just a different media. Um, and I already have a really large private coaching practice that brings up endless real life topics that female healthcare professionals are dealing with. So this stuff's going to be super fresh and authentic and, um, you know, this content has been practiced and refined and taught before for the last four years inside my, you know, private Facebook community of nearly 3,000 people. This stuff works. I have the clients, the business, the testimonials, and the history to back it up. Um, and I think that that unique experience of still working in healthcare, in critical care, um, and also working every single day to support clients in transitioning to a healthier lifestyle is a really unique voice. You don't see a ton of that. Um, most of the people, like I always, I was literally just talking to some of my like business friends about this. It's like, if I really look back to the people I was comparing myself to four years ago when I started this business, almost none of them are still doing this work. They've moved on to other things. They've maybe gone back full-time to the bedside or they've transitioned to something different like business coaching or things like that. Like I just really can't find a lot of examples of people who are doing this work um, in this way. So I think that that's super unique and I really am kind of looking forward to bringing this kind of unique perspective. The other thing is aside from a, a few key nursing health care coaching experts that I collaborate with for things. I have almost no exposure to other people, other coaches, other influencers, like in the healthcare, nursing, et cetera, burnout space. Um, because like my clients and myself, we are practicing what we preach and I'm not spending my days doom scrolling. 
I'm not, you're not going to find me dancing on TikTok and on Reels and spending my day hunched over my phone, editing the text for social media things. Like I really have figured out a way to build a business that's a little bit more in person. It's via email um, and now audio, which I think is really exciting. So I'm not going to be just regurgitating things from the echo chamber of nursing, healthcare, burnout, and social media groups, et cetera. Uh, And one of the things that I see a lot in um, when I do kind of skim over that world is there's so much of this concept called agitating the pain points where people are trying to convince you that you are in significant pain and suffering and they want to sell you a solution. I see that a lot. And I think that that really contributes to a lot of negativity, um, in particular in nursing, but really in the whole healthcare burnout world. Um, Yes, it's absolutely true that burnout is a real thing. Um, We'll go a little bit more in depth into like the definitions of that and moral injury um, and moral distress, et cetera. But like constantly pointing out all of these ways in which you're in pain and then trying to convince you that I have the solution for you is I think really gross and we won't be doing that here. Um, We're going to stay in the energy of solutions. We are going to stay in the energy of um, designing a life on purpose intentionally that feels really good and which you also happen to work in healthcare. So really most of the voices that I follow are a little bit more in the personal growth world, career coaching, financial freedom, especially like um, personal finance experts, et cetera, yoga, meditation. I love things in the world of like polarity and energetics and holistic health. And I also am um, very inspired by the design and art world. And I think that bringing this kind of unusual outside perspective and this combination of ideas into the healthcare space is exactly what I'm here to do. And I'm really looking forward to bringing all of these random um, aspects of my life into one place um, to kind of synthesize this information in a way that's really helpful for female healthcare givers. So if you are a female healthcare professional and you are ready to embrace balance and peace and this like fully multifaceted humanness, you are in the right place. This is a really good first step in your journey towards becoming burnout proof and creating a life that feels really, really good to live. Okay. So a couple of the topics, I'm just going to kind of fly through this because obviously we're going to get into these more in depth, but this kind of like intro episode, I wanted you to kind of get an overview of what you'll find in our space. So, and again, these things have really been refined by real clients. I have a lot of, I have more private coaching clients than most coaches take on. I really like one-on-one. I think that my clients get really great outcomes from one-on-one. Um, and I'm getting to the point where we may have to move into a couple of group things, which is actually really cool and really exciting down the road. Um, but these things have been tested and tried, um, over the last four years, both with my clients and in the content of our private Facebook community that we've had been very active for four, for four years. So, really borrowing from my background in yoga and just, I, I'm, I don't know a ton about like astrology and human design and all of those things. I tinker the Enneagram. I tinker, you know, I know enough, just enough to be dangerous. But one of the things is in my human design, I'm like 
a walking contradiction. That's like one of the things that it pointed out. And I was like, oh my God, that feels really true. Um, so learning how to balance things that are very different, I find so fascinating and so helpful. And that really gets back to the balance that we find in the yoga world. Um, so the content that you find here is going to be equal parts, yin and yang, structure and flow, science and woo-woo, logical and emotional. Um, and just kind of, I mean, these things are all everything, you know, they're all really mixed in, but just to kind of break it up a little bit, some of the like logistical and practical things we'll be discussing, time, energy, and stress management, burnout prevention, career and identity, including career transitions. Almost all of my private clients experience some sort of career transition over the um, time that I work with them. I generally work with clients for a minimum of 12 months to 18 months for that very reason. It takes a little while to get settled if you're making career transitions. And I have helped a lot of people um, successfully do that, including one of my clients most recently went from driving an hour and 15 minutes one way, five days a week to her job, thinking there's no way they would let me go part-time to us working on her boundaries, communication and priorities and financial mastery. And we got her now down to three and a half days per week, 10 minutes from her house. And she essentially gave herself a massive raise per hour, a massive raise saving in gas money and miles on her car and think about like how much of her life she got back. And now we're at the really fun part of like, what are we filling that time with? Um, so a lot of career transition and identity things. We will chat a little bit about like creative, unusual and flexible healthcare jobs that really support your life and lifestyle, not the other way around. I love talking about personal finance mastery. That's almost always another first place I start with clients is um, in financial literacy. There is a huge lack of that in the healthcare world, which is so funny. We spend so much time taking care of other people that like sometimes we like forget to learn about taking care of our own resources. Um, and generally what I have found, which should bring you some peace of mind is almost always when I help clients get their finances under control and budgeting and debt repayment, et cetera, they actually find that they need to work less hours than they already are. Um, almost never are they needing to work more. So I think that is a really um, uh, positive spin on personal finance. We'll obviously talk about health, nutrition, and movement. I'm very passionate about those things, especially as related to the quality of our life and mental health. Um, and then the practicalities of communication, boundaries, delegation, etc. That's a little bit more on the logistics and practical side. On the more energetic side, we're going to talk a lot about cyclical living, regenerative living, cycle syncing, embracing seasons, having times of rest, having times of hustle, and why we need both and why we can't be in one or the other all the time. I do a lot of work with nervous system management, breath work, yoga, meditation, pre and post shift anxiety work. We'll obviously be talking a lot about that. Um, a lot of this boils down to mindset shifts and thought work. There will be a lot of practical action-based manifestation and don't let that word scare you. I think about the word manifestation very, very, very differently than most of the ways you've probably heard that referenced. So don't let that scare you. Like I said, practical action-based manifestation, very different thing. Um, slow living, the impact that minimalism in particular had on my own burnout prevention and on my clients' um, success with that, kind of embracing playfulness and adventure. Most clients who end up in my circle 
are a lot of firstborn women who were, you know, for whatever reason, required to grow up very quick and play and adventure and silliness and playfulness and um, just being a little bit frivolous sometimes is actually some of the work that they need need to work on to create balance in their life. And that's super fun. Um, balancing, giving and receiving, creating a rest first lifestyle, not a, I work and work and work till I'm scraping the bottom of the barrel. I have nothing left to give obligation lifestyle, but a fill the cup rest first and then give from there. lifestyle, learning how to ask for help, creating a village, healthy interdependence. Um, we're going to talk a lot about walking your talk, especially as we are mostly paid to explain how to be healthy to other people. It is really important for us to prevent imposter syndrome and that, that we are actually doing things that we know are best for us, for ourselves, so we can teach as an example rather than just talking to talk. Um, there's kind of this like unhealthy healer phenomenon and we want to stop that as soon as possible. Um, the other thing that we will have is usually some sort of quick win action for you in every episode. So some sort of homework or challenge, experiment, mindset shift, life hack, etc. So that you're not just like consuming random information that you actually have um, some specific actions to take to try out in your own life to um, see if you can create this kind of lifestyle for yourself as well. Okay, so a few things I need you to do to help me out as we get this ball rolling. So first of all, yes, I'm going to give you homework. I have to be like the first podcaster in history to give my audience homework, like literally in the intro trailer, <laughs> but let's go for it. So this is a homework assignment I give to all my clients when we first start working together, and that is to create a list of 20 things that you love, 20 things that bring you pleasure, 20 things that make you feel good and bring you joy that put a smile on your face. And I know this seems silly and like I said, frivolous, but this is really, really, really important work as we start to train our brains to look for things in life that feel good versus being burnt out and spread thin all the time. So these 20 things, they can literally be anything, but there has to be 20. Usually the first eight to 10, like roll off people's tongues. They usually come quite naturally, but training your brain to look beyond the surface things that come easy and start searching for things that you love is the outcome that we're looking for. If you get stumped before 20, a couple ways to access more is to check in with all five of your senses. What do you love to see, smell, taste, hear, feel, okay? Think about those things. And then another way to come up with a 20 is to think about what you loved as a kid that you haven't really done a lot of recently. So is that writing poetry or laying out in the sun in the grass or, you know, running at the at the fastest pace that you can muster, you know, now, like it, what is something fun and silly and playful that bring, brought you joy as a kid that you haven't done in a little while? So come up with a list of 20 um, and hopefully I'll remember in the next episode to tell you the next step, um, but there is a step after this, but create this list first and um, don't be afraid if after eight or 10, it becomes a little bit more challenging, stick with it and get to 20. Okay. The other thing um, I have learned that I'm supposed to tell you is to subscribe to the podcast so that the new episodes will show up in your podcast app automatically when they are released. Um, and then check out my show notes. The show notes here are going to be pretty, I 
at this point, I'm pretty sure they're going to be quite in depth with lots of links to resources, including our Facebook community, um, my website, waitlist, retreats, etc. And hopefully at the top, I will make sure that you have access to our Bliss Planner. One of the main ways that people come into our world is this weekly Bliss Planner that I created originally for my clients, but have put that out on the internet for anyone to download. And over 4,000 people have downloaded it, which is insane. So if you have, if you found us some other way and you don't have access to that, it's totally free. And I will put a link in the show notes for you to get that. Um, probably one of the first few episodes, I will go more in depth into that Bliss Planner and how to use it because I've really never seen something like it. It's very unique to the way that I teach um, self-care and it has a lot to do with that rest first or fill the cup first kind of lifestyle versus give, give, give until you're so burnt out that you have nothing left to give and then go on a week-long vacation and numb out and get a massage every day and like recover and have that be very reactive. It's a very proactive way to make sure that you have healthy energy management for giving and serving in the way that you do in your life. So that is my pitch for the show notes. And then also if you want to help have this podcast be successful. If you could send this link or drop the name of this to 10 of your healthcare besties. I know you all know a million healthcare people. Um, It's a very social world that we live in. Um, There's a lot of connections to be made. So share it on social media, send it to your work group chat, send it to your old college buddies, etc. Get the word out. There's probably something in here for anyone in healthcare. And I would really appreciate if you shared it with them. So in closing, I'm so happy that you're here with us for this life, health, and career, parentheses, in that order, podcast, and stay tuned for upcoming episodes, and I think that you will be pleased at the amount of quality and just immediately applicable lifestyle changes that you will find here. All right, have a good day.